is William Eastman, Managing Partner for BrokeWorks Media and Station Director at IBGR. If you listen to any of our broadcasts, you know we consider all entrepreneurs part of one family. People who are the heroes of our societies because they put their soul into the game and risk failure for everybody else. We want to meet and get to know everyone, like having a family reunion. Plus, to provide the highest quality of programming, we need to hear from you. The place to start is to become a subscriber. Every week we will send you our broadcasting schedule, links to show notes, and occasionally a gift like something practical from our toolbox. It is simple to do. Go to our Join Us page, sign up, and become part of the most important global community, entrepreneurs. Never forget, we create over 50% of the jobs around the world. We look forward to meeting you. Nothing's good that yours is bad. This is William Eastman, Managing Partner for GrowthWorks Media and Station Director for IBGR. One of my jobs is finding great on-air talent, consultants and business owners with presence and a story to tell. We're expanding our broadcast team to represent our four core time zones, North America, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, and the Philippines, the India subcontinent, and the last of four, United Kingdom, Ireland, Europe and Africa. If you are a small business consultant or business owner and would like to audition for an on-air slot in our six-hour show cycle, contact the station director, and that is at programming at btr.network. We will respond to your email within one business day. Thanks for listening, and don't miss this great opportunity to put the world back to work and grow with us. Thanks. Hello and welcome back to our last segment. Thank you for staying with us. You are still listening to Business Processes and People Talk with Tina Show on the number one global business talk and news network, IBGR, International Business Growth Radio. I am your host. My name is Tina Obugo and I am coming to you live from Lagos. This is episode nine in our season four show, of business processes and people talk with Tina, and we are still discussing rewarding business performance. Now we're talking about what are those things you need to do as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, to ensure that you're rewarding business. And then we are focusing not just on monetary rewards, not on the promotion, the ones that you think, oh, it's going to kill you if you put so much money, added money, and you're thinking, what do you need to do? We're looking at those other kinds of reward system, the intrinsic, the non-monetary one, the incentives that you can introduce. And then how do you help poor performers or non-performing staff to actually pull their weight so that they can maximize their place in your business and ensure that they're being productive? 
You know, oftentimes when we hear people are not doing well, the first thing that comes to us is, oh, they, they need to be fired, or they need to be let go. That shouldn't be the case. Firing people should be the last resort. You know, when you put out a notice, when you choose to hire that person, amongst the many that you apparently interviewed, that's something you saw in that person that made them stand out. So what has gone wrong over the months, over the years? What is a disconnect? It would do you good, first of all, find out why the disconnect. What is the reason? How can you help correct it? And if it is something you cannot correct, then, yes, you can begin to think about, okay, letting go. Again, remember that there are some times where firing people or letting people go, disengaging them, is not necessary because they are um, not performing well. There are cases where, due to maybe economic um, um, challenges, or the business no longer doing well, you now have to ask people to go. Now, how you do that matters. It's a painful thing that you have to ask people to go, but what will make it okay, what will make it not so bad is how do you actually go about doing that? So we'll look at some of that in this segment of the show. But have you got your show notes? Do you have your show notes for this particular episode? It's episode 9 in season 4 on the business processes and people talk with Tina. If you don't have your show notes, head off to our show at our IBGR app. I'll get on the app and download the show notes for today. And if you don't have the app, go to your Play Store, the iOS or the Android Store, and download the app Business Processes, IBGR Business Processes. Uh, IBGR Business Growth, excuse me, IBGR Business Growth, or you can just get it on www.ibgr.app and you'll be good to get your show notes. So what are those things that you need to continue to do as a business owner to ensure that you're rewarding performance? In your, in your organization. Yes, it's good to reward good performance. I mean, we've said that uh, you don't have to be a big organization. You don't have to be a large conglomerate. As a small business owner, you can still reward good performance. You know, and we've looked at some of the ways that you can do that that may not really be monetary, you know, but will also be valuable to the employees, to the business as well, uh, um, to help the business grow and to you as a business owner. But how do you help underperforming uh, employees? You don't want to throw them under the bus. You don't want to fire them Im immediately. Firing and disengagement should be introduced when you have done all else. When you have tried and you see, okay, the employee is no longer a good fit for that job role or for the organization. And where, do you, I mean, there, there's no willingness to improve their performance. So some of the things you want to do before you get to that stage of firing is you want to identify employee developmental needs. The employees often don't realize when they are not meeting expectations, especially when they've been in that position for so long. 
the, and another reason why they don't often realize that they're not meeting expectations could also be because they are not even aware of the expectations that they should be meeting with to begin with. So one thing that must be done from the employer or the business owner perspective is that you take time to evaluate employee performance and then have an open conversation with them about their developmental needs. Start with the standards and expectations that the company has set for them. And then ask employees what personal performance goals they have they, or they might have for themselves. Let it be a two-way communication thing. So it's not just you telling them. Also find out from them. So if there are things they are also expecting which the organization has not provided, you will get to know. So once all of these are clearly addressed and laid out, discuss the path to getting there. What particular performance areas need improvement? How will they improve? Remember that it's best to be open to a two-way feedback, feedback during the conversation. So you want to hear from the employees as well. What are their own expectations? Another thing you want to do is you want to equip employees with learning tools and resources. You see, when employees are not doing well on their job, um, one of the things you would do that can really help is to introduce um, learning of skills. Getting better at anything requires learning uh, because technology keeps changing. So we need to constantly be improving on our skills. There are new skills to be learned. There are new skills. Uh, there are skills that need to be upgraded. So you need to ensure that employees have all the tools and resources for, for learning that is available to them. Uh, what sort of tools and resources do they need? So you want to ask yourself, there are so many forms of um, learning tools or learning models that are available today. So do you have you want to have a, a, an internal uh, learning management system or do you want to use the ones that are available um, uh, uh, from maybe online or you want to use some self-directed uh, model? Whatever you are using, what is most important is that learning is taking place. Skills are being learned because it will help to strengthen their retention of whatever knowledge they're gaining. And remember, learning, enough, learning is not enough. Learning alone is not enough. You need employees to practice what they've learned. So when they've learned skills, give them opportunities to actually put to practice what they have learned. If you, if you, if you help them to learn, if you make them learn, and they're not putting those um, uh, skills to use, then nothing has been achieved. So yes, it's good to learn, but it's also important that they're putting it to practice. So give them the opportunity, delegate, give them challenging roles that will help them put their learning to practice. And then have a rigorous performance evaluation system. You know, the performance evaluation system um, you, you use, it should be thorough and it should be clear to all employees. Um, it shouldn't be something that refers to only once a year during the appraisal window. Employees should understand that the performance measures, the metrics, KPIs um, that they are used, that, that, that is going to be used for them, they should have it 
very handy. And then managers as well should also be able to give regular feedback to employees on their performance. It shouldn't be, feedback shouldn't be only during the appraisal time. It should be an ongoing thing because the performance evaluation system is a process. It's not an event. So it shouldn't be something that you do just only once in a year. And then you want to diagnose and deal with poor performance. You know, when you have tried all else, how do you diagnose? How, that an employee is not doing well. If you believe an employee is not making enough of an effort, you likely put <laughs> increased pressure on him or her to perform. But if the real issue is about abilities, not that they need motivation, you need to ask, are they able to perform in that role? Is that something that has skipped? Did the role increase that they're not able to perform there again? So you want to diagnose the root problem of why they are not pulling their weight. And then if it has to do with ability, what are the things that you can do to help that employee? If you don't deal with underperforming uh, uh, on, on employees, you are sending a message uh, into your organization, to the other members of staff, that, I mean, it's an, it's an acceptable behavior, that when people are not doing well, it's okay. And that way you are setting a bad precedent. So you should always, once you find that someone is not doing well, call them up, find out why they're not doing well, and then put what are the measures you can put in place to help that employee. And if in the long run you still think they're not a good fit, then yes, it may just be best to let them go at that point. And so this wraps our show for the week today. Rewarding performance, <laughs> you know, you, you want to reward performance for good performance and then how do you also deal with underperforming uh, employees? That's so important. Um, you should understand that employees are the ones who will drive your business. So how you treat them is very important. So next week on our show, we'll be looking at attitude impact on customer and the business. Just before we go, Know that Atimo is up next in South Africa. So don't go away. Uh, you are listening to Rewarding Business Performance and Business Processes and People Talk Show with Tina on IBGR International Business Good Radio. My name is Tina Obugo, your host, and I look forward to seeing you next time on air. Be well and know that you matter. Thank you for listening.